welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. And I'm Michael. And today we're just going to be going over some of the news stories from this past week. And we've got a lot to cover. So let's just get started and talking about some of the Bachelor news of the past week, which this is very fresh. came out yesterday about Jason and Caitlin announcing their breakup, they're falling off their engagement and ending their relationship, which I'm really sad about because they were one of my favorite couples from Bachelor Nation. And now like there was a lot of the speculation of what was happening and they weren't posting with each other. And like everyone was thinking this was the case, but they hadn't officially announced it. Then yesterday they both took to Instagram to announce that. So I'm sad to hear, but also wish them the best. Like if that's what they believe was best for them, like then that's fine, but I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) I know, no, I feel the same way. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, yeah, this is Caitlin Bristow, who was the Bachelorette. She originally had uh, picked Sean Booth as uh, the winner of, I guess they don't like it when they call it a winner, but I don't know what else to call it, (laughs) of her season um they broke up after I think a couple of years they were together for a little while uh, and then she started dating Jason Tardick from also from the Bachelor world and um yeah they've been together for quite a long time and and they were engaged and now uh like you said people had kind of been speculating for a little while but they just made it official uh yesterday I think so yeah really sad um I'm curious to know kind of I'm sure you know as the weeks go on we'll hear them slowly start to talk a little bit more about it Caitlin has a podcast you would think that that's gonna come up whenever she records first after this announcement so I'm sure we will hear a little bit more about it but I mean I hope that they at least can end on civil terms and this doesn't get too nasty Luckily, they hadn't gotten married yet, so that helps. But um, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll hear more about this in the coming weeks, and we will certainly keep y'all updated as we do. I know people thought that like they had started dating like pretty soon after her and Sean had caught off their engagement as well. So I remember like in the beginning, like I feel like she was a little bit afraid to like announce that just because it was like soon. But I don't think like now thinking back, it like. That doesn't even, like, I don't even, you don't really think about that, but, like, now, like, now that they've broken up, you kind of are, like, oh, like, that's kind of funny. Not funny, but, like, interesting that people were, like, making that a big deal when, like, they did last for a while, um, but some people could have thought, like, oh, she got into something else, like, too soon, yeah. um, but obviously it's her own life, and, like, that's how she was feeling, and she, like, felt strongly with Jason, and it sounded like, of, like, what I would read or hear about, like, that Caitlin and Sean didn't have the healthiest of relationships also um and so it was more just like it seemed like she was so much happier and able to do more of what she wanted to do when she was dating Jason um so I hope she can find that again with someone else um but for now they're not together so yeah no and I mean look it was still a very successful relationship they were together for years and so it wasn't like a rebound that lasted a couple months and then broke up. Uh, I, I know with Sean, I, I remember reading that he forgot their anniversary one year and that was kind of the last draw. 
so yeah i think they probably didn't have the healthiest relationship and um and yeah who knows with this you know it's hard to tell but i feel like caitlin is one of those people who has always been very transparent and honest and you know talk about her relationship on her podcast and so you you, when that happens you feel like you have a better sense of what their relationship is like than a couple that lives more privately but clearly you know they were having problems that that none of us were aware of and so yeah yeah, i hope they both find happiness elsewhere yeah for sure well now going into some more happy news Gabby Windy, who was the previous Bachelorette, was last season Bachelorette? Like not yeah, not this yeah, season, but last season. Season with Rachel. Yeah. Yes, with Rachel. But Gabby has now come out. And on the view, she announced that she is dating Robbie Hoffman. So now she's dating women, which I thought I'm surprised to see. But like now, like when I'm seeing them together, like honestly, like it makes sense. But I was surprised to hear of that news. And I know like all of Bachelor Nation was like, oh my gosh, like like everyone was on board and like so supportive of Gabby, which was also really great to see. So I'm really happy for Gabby and I just, I wish her happiness and it seems like she's happy. So I'm glad to see that she's in a stable and loving relationship. Yeah, super happy for her. She uh, came out, she did an interview on The View last week where she uh, announced this. I, the one thing that I will say is kind of interesting to me is when Colton came out a couple of years ago, I mean, there were certainly, you know, a, a lot of people that were very happy for him. But I remember there being this conversation of like, was his whole season a sham? Was, you know, did he know this whole time that he was, you know, stringing all these women along and making them think that they had a chance? And turns out he wasn't even interested in in dating women. And I I haven't heard any of that talk with Gabby. And maybe it's because, you know, we don't know is she, you know, she hasn't labeled herself as only dating women. Whereas I guess when Colton came out, he came out as gay, only wanting to date men. So I guess there is that difference there um, that she knows she certainly could be more fluid and, and, you know, great. So happy for her. Um, And I'm glad that the most of the reception or all of the reception really I've seen has been super positive I I really haven't seen much negativity so I think that's great and and shows that we've come a long way in terms of that (laughs) yeah no for sure I think maybe people also just have more of that like love towards Gabby overall like I feel like there was other stuff that with Colton that happened that didn't sit well with certain people and I think that probably had a factor in that as well um in that like reception to Colton coming out versus how when Gabby came out like and also what you're saying like she didn't say specifically she's only dating women and, like I actually I saw in an interview she was like oh like this girl like I didn't see it didn't seem like she was like only seeking women at that point it was like because what she and Robbie had was like something special like I don't even know if she was like fully like seeking that out and then she like I, I don't know the journey of how she got there but like you know it's just like she said it was like a whisper she's had but then like she didn't explain exactly how like if she's queer like how like what if she's gonna still be wanting to date or we'll see how long she lasts with Robbie maybe they'll get married you know yeah. like maybe we never find out we'll never have to out. date again <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we'll just have to see, but I'm happy for Gabby and glad that she is happy as well. 
Yeah, no, you're totally right. You know, the Colton stalking Cassie situation, I think she had a restraining order against him. I think, you know, that all left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths about Colton specifically. Yeah. And it it almost, I think some people kind of felt like was his coming out to kind of deflect from all of that and take the attention off of that. And so I think, yeah, there was a little bit more that went into that, that, that kind of made people a little more trepidatious about when he announced that but um yeah yeah really happy for gabby hope that she is happy with robbie yeah and also she's jewish so that's a plus too gabby's jewish no robbie's jewish oh oh so we, we love jewish known this <laughs> no, 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 the past but two now years. she's dating i saw on this is a side note um i saw gabby's story that she was at a Jewish deli in New York City and was like this is my favorite part about dating someone Jewish it was like it was like cute it was like like eating matzo ball soup and like it was it was cute I was like yeah she's she's getting in the culture um (laughs) yes (laughs) so that's exciting another part of that story um but now moving into another exciting bachelor news story is that Amanda Stanton, who was runner-up on Ben Higgins' season, has also come on to Bachelor in Paradise season, maybe one season, I don't remember exactly, but she is pregnant with her third baby, which is her first baby with her current husband. So she had two kids prior to going on to the Bachelor shows with her ex, and now is married to a guy who she met, like, after the shows not someone from bachelor nation and she's pregnant so that's exciting how do you feel about that do you like amanda i love amanda i've always oh, i love amanda Man. yeah, yeah. no, i'm happy for her you know she's someone who we saw for a while she was a staple on the bachelor franchise she did two yeah. paradise seasons in a row and both of those we saw her get into serious relationships that didn't work out so, oh i forgot about robbie i was like yeah. i knew josh but then i forgot about robbie yeah 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 um so not not very great guys (laughs) no didn't have the best picker while she was on there but happy yeah super happy for her um you know she was a mother when she was on the show which is rare to see and so um uh there was an infamous teen mom comment uh, that Olivia made with her uh, that people might remember that started a, a bunch of drama. So um, yeah, super happy for her um, to have another, another little baby. And I, I we haven't heard from her in a while, so I hope she's doing well. Yeah, I know I've seen like some Instagram posts from her. And, like she has a really good aesthetic going on her Instagram. <laughs> like she like, but she's the kind of person that you would think would have that. Um, oh yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> he started on The Bachelor like at the height of like yeah. Instagram influencing, you know, becoming a thing really. And so that I feel like her season, Ben's season, was really the first one where a lot of people Oh, also I realized she's actually the third person. I was gonna I, I wasn't gonna yeah. do, but uh, yeah. It's JoJo <laughs> and Lauren, I just missed yeah. both. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was top three. They're all they're she was in the top. <laughs> Made it very, very, very far. <laughs> yes. Um, but I was just thinking about that because she was she's still really close to Lauren too, which is mm-hmm. nice. Like Lauren was at her wedding, like when she got married to her now husband. So it's good to see. Like I love seeing those friendships that still stay from Bachelor Nation. Oh like, yeah. Years. 
their uh, season was six years ago so yeah, yeah. That's, that's a long friendship now and now that she'll have a baby like similar age to lauren's babies so how cute yeah yeah <laughs> um speaking of babies um my favorite couple I, I don't know if I should always say this because I love other people too but Nick and Natalie are now also expecting um which that broke today that was like I saw that news and I was like today's gonna be a good day Natalie is pregnant <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so they're engaged um since J- January so they've been engaged, but they have not gotten married yet. So now that they're pregnant, I don't know what that's going to do with the wedding, if that's going to push that back, or they're going to get married now and like she's going to be pregnant. I don't know what it's going to be, but they've been wanting to have a kid, like a baby for a while. Like anytime, like Nick talks about, he always wants kids, like all this stuff, like, and that Natalie wanted kids. So I'm very happy for them. Like definitely like they're, it's, they're ready for it. I just don't know what that means in terms of like their planning of the wedding. Do you know if they have like a time set for their wedding when they were gonna do it or have I thought it was gonna be in the fall. I, I keep mm. in touch a lot with the, the I know that's why I ask. <laughs> <laughs> um I read something that they wanted to do it pretty soon, like because they had a venue they're going to be it's gonna be at like one like someplace in Georgia that's like I think part of um like near where Natalie grew up. okay um and it might even be like family house or something I forget the exact details of it right now but Mm -hmm. that was going to be in the fall so like she would have a bump if she has if it's happening in the fall still yeah I wonder our weddings that people are pregnant during so yeah so she does it but she was looking at wedding dresses like a few weeks ago like was she looking at wedding dresses that were flowy that she could wear like because probably a few weeks ago, I mean, she probably knew. I mean, I'm sure they didn't, you know, find out the day that they announced it. They they probably have known for a little while. So I, if, if she's looking at wedding dresses still, that makes me think they're still full force. Yeah, because I saw like Victoria Fuller went with her to go wow. wedding dress shopping. And Victoria <laughs> knew, I saw Victoria commented, like, this is the biggest secret I've had to keep. Because honestly, keeping pregnancy secrets is a really big secret you have to keep. Mm-hmm. um because a lot of times like, you don't want to make that announcement until like you know like you're off to the first trimester right. for anyone who's listening you might not know but like you don't want because there's like the most complications that can happen during that so you don't really want to announce it yeah um so it makes sense that you would keep it private but especially if you're like in the public sphere like I feel like it's even harder because like like that's a big announcement when you make that announcement <laughs> right no you don't want to you don't want to make it unless you're confident that you know it's gonna yeah go well hopefully so but yeah those pictures were so beautiful i love i love nick and natalie oh <laughs> uh, yeah super happy for them nick will be a great father we know so um he will be able yeah. to teach his child all of the texting etiquette secrets and (laughs) (laughs) yes he will have great advice for his either son or daughter or another they want more than one kid but whoever is the oldest one um hey maybe they're having multiples oh yeah maybe they're gonna be having twins you never know yeah stay tuned (laughs) yeah 
but I'm also curious to see what's going to happen with that wedding, but we'll, we'll have to figure that out later down. I don't know if they'll talk about it. If Nick will mention it on his podcast or I'm probably. Sure well, I feel like that's going to be a question that people will have. That, uh, yeah. That, like, that was the first thing I thought about. So I'm sure that's what other people were thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, so that's good news from the Bachelor world, um, except for the breakup, but mostly good news from the Bachelor Nation stories from this past from Bachelor week. Nation. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. There's like, and it, people are also speculating that there's like another breakup spewing. There's rumors oh. about for Aunt, uh, Michael and Danielle. Oh, right, we talked about that last week, yeah. Yeah, so we'll have to see. I don't know. Don't feel too hopeful about that one, though. No news on that since... No, no news on it, so. but we'll see. But, yes. Now, moving into our next news story. So this one, now taking a turn, not so happy news, um, yeah. but there's a lawsuit um, or sexual harassment from Lizzo, or from Ariana Davis and Crystal Williams, who are from Lizzo's Watch for, Out for Big Girls show, and they are suing Lizzo for sexual harassment and creating hostile work environment, um, which I was shocked to hear that news at first, because I was like, I'm a Lizzo fan, like I went to her concert, like wouldn't have thought that would be what Lizzo would do to her um, people who her dancers, like who are close to her. Um, but it's sad that that has come about. So yeah, I think everyone was shocked by that. And yeah. you know, obviously Lizzo's uh, a, a huge advocate for um, you know, uh, for, uh, not body shaming and and uh, body neutrality and you know, uh, body positivity, all all these things that uh, that people have you know commended her for and really looked up to her for so long and to hear that you know part of these accusations that that these two dancers have made and you know first of all the reason why we even are talking about this is because like you said these two dancers um came from Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls which is her Amazon Prime show that uh came out last year I think and those were two of the winners from that show who won the uh, chance to be one of her backup dancers on her tour. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, well, what they're alleging, it sounds cool, but what they're alleging is that basically Lizzo, um, you know, made them re-audition and then fired a bunch of people and that she was... Um, forcing them to do these uh you know sexual acts activities um when they would go out and that they felt pressure to comply or that they might be fired and and so i i believe they were both fired eventually and um and, and that's where this lawsuit comes from and you know i, I think that a, part of what they're saying as well is that she would you know if they gained any weight that she would you know scold them for that and threaten them to to fire them if they didn't keep up uh you know their uh their current weight and i you know i, I don't want to speak inco incorrectly on any of these accusations and this is all alleged of course 
but it's really sad to hear that somebody who was such a, an advocate for all this and, and a role model for a lot of people was maybe, you know, kind of the opposite behind the scenes. And, and who knows, you know, as time goes on, we're going to hear much more about this. And I'm sure, you know, this is going to be, there's going to be a lot of updates with this going forward. And, you know, we don't want to jump to any conclusions, you know, in this and until proven guilty, of course, but it is really sad. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll just see what the news stories will bring in the future if we hear anything more. But we'll yeah, just... and do you and and just to kind of you know before we move on, the uh, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls was renewed for season two earlier, and so that makes me wonder. Of course, is is there going to be a season two of this? Um, you know, even if it turns out that you know that this case gets dismissed or you know that she uh is proven not guilty for it or um what have you you know i wonder if if the show will continue do you what do you think on that yeah i i feel like it probably wouldn't continue is that my guess like i feel like if there's this big of a news story that's like this negative about lizzo like i don't think they continue on being on like on air like you're showing like on this network like you know like I don't think they would continue on bringing it on prime for another season um but that's just my opinion yeah I agree I think it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle once you know once news like this comes out even when there's follow-ups on it even when you know more comes out this is what people are going to think of when they think of Lizzo for quite a while now and um it's really sad but yeah, I agree. I don't know how they do with, you know, a season two of a show like that when people know how the first one turned out and, and how, you know, the, at least some of the dancers were, um, were went all through all this, allegedly. I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, see how it could continue. But yeah, it's sad. Yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, now, in other news stories, um southern charm season nine trailer just came out i have not seen that show but it's coming in september september 14th is when it premieres so what are your thoughts what what is southern charm about like what is the show yeah so it's about this group of friends who live in uh charleston south carolina and it has been we're uh going on season nine now so it's been on since 2014 um and uh you know it's a typical bravo show where there's a lot of drama and friendships you know changing every season and um you know very kind of similar to vanderpump rules in a lot of ways and uh there's three new cast members coming up this season um all guys which are interesting because last season we got a lot of new uh, female cast members so this year they're kind of trying to even that numbers back out a little bit um we have rodrigo reyes uh rod rizavi and jared thomas i might be pronouncing some of those wrong of course <laughs> but, um, yeah we didn't see too much of them from the trailer um we saw i believe rod was the one who was um flirting with um uh i'm forgetting her name uh chef's ex-girlfriend and um rodrigo i believe might have been uh flirting with olivia so it'll be interesting to see how they all mix in with the group 
Um, of course, the big thing about this new season, though, is that Catherine Dennis, who was an original Southern Charm cast member, uh, this is her first season off the show. Um, she's kind of been the one uh, female constant on on the show for all the first eight seasons. So uh, that is uh, a big shakeup because she was her relationship with Thomas Ravenel in the early years was kind of the centerpiece, the focal point of the whole show. So to have her not there um, is definitely going to change things up. So it'll be super interesting. Excited for that. Like you said, starts September 14th. So we will um, certainly be on the lookout for that. That'll be exciting. Maybe I'll have to start watching it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, it's good. actually sorry. Okay, well, oh. there's kind of a little bit of similar scandal to Scandaval that's going on um, because um, Austin and um, oh my god, I, again, I'm forgetting her name. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up because I can't um, move forward here until I think of her name that uh, is just escaping me for some reason um taylor uh so austin so shep and taylor uh, to kind of give a little background um were dating for a few years and then broke up after last season stopped filming um and austin is shep's best friend and there has been kind of, you know, jokes made because people watching last season said, oh, Austin and Taylor have such good chemistry together. They should be the ones who are together and not Shep and Taylor. And um, Austin was with Olivia previously and Olivia and Taylor are best friends. And so both of those couples have broken up before the start of this season. So it's not quite scandal because okay. nobody was currently together. But yeah. there's as a rumor going around at least i don't know if it's confirmed ever but um well there's lots watch the season to know but it's at least being rumored that taylor and austin hooked up uh, at the start of this season so it was kind of you know two uh you know best friends that were together and then <laughs> now uh now both of the best friends have hooked up with each other so allegedly so that's kind of some drama. scandal to, <laughs> yeah to, uh for the for the season so um that should be pretty interesting yeah well that sounds good um and then this next story also do not watch this show so i'm gonna need your help in talking more about it but for below down deck down under um there was a sexual misconduct also happening on the show that they were both fired from that so Luke and Laura were fired. Um, Want to share more about that? Because I don't know all the details there. Yeah, so this just aired last night and this is pretty big. Um, I've seen a lot of talk on social media about this today since that aired. And um, so this is Below Deck Down Under. So um, the captain, Captain Jason and Aisha are kind of the two mainstays on the show. So Jason is obviously ca the captain and Aisha is the chief stew. And uh, two of the, so Luke is a deckhand, or the um, bosun, I believe, so like the lead deckhand on the boat. And Laura was one of the stewardesses. And they both, they had like this night out right after the charter ended. And um, they, everyone was pretty intoxicated. And they came back on the boat and both Luke and Laura, weirdly at like the exact same time, it seemed like, um, both were 
having very inappropriate <laughs> um relationships and luke went into um margot's bed margot had all night been stating that she didn't want to be with luke that she had no interest in him she had been you know pushing off in advance his advances all night long and then she went to sleep and luke went into her bed and just like uh they have bunk beds and he just like went up and to her and like pushed himself while she was sleeping and he was naked and just like barged into her room and, and tried to get into the bed and luckily the producers intervened and they pulled him out as soon as Asia saw something happening she reported it to the captain who immediately fired him um and then Laura it was I mean a little bit less egregious than that but she was just you know uh trying to um make advances on adam all night and he was you know similarly kind of pushing her away saying no he just wanted to be friends with her had no interest in anything sexual and uh she just kind of wouldn't stop and uh, she didn't you know actively try to you know get in his bed while he was sleeping but um her, her actions were you know very obviously inappropriate and she was also very much defending luke weirdly and had seemingly had no empathy for Margot, and so with all that combined captain jason also fired her the next day as well so people you know i i think have been uh, praising captain jason and asia's way of handling it um you know obviously totally agree with that and they i'm glad that they did the right thing and that producers you know intervened with it because i think even just a few years ago producers may not have thought to do that right away um i think that you know in recent years we're handling this those types of things a lot more seriously and I, I think that's this is a great example of that and exactly the way that on reality tv when things like this happen um that this should be handled i mean if you remember with the bachelor bachelor in paradise um if you remember with corinne and demario when something similar kind of happened um you know, a few years back and they did not the producers did not intervene and they had to stop production for a while to investigate it and you know i think this kind of shows the way that they maybe should have handled that back in the day and so hopefully this is a good step forward for reality tv yeah no that is a really crazy story i'm glad that, that it was handled the way that it was and like that they were immediately taken off from the show and like no question like it was like they it wasn't accepted like that's not gonna be a thing on the show like you're done basically um so that's good that they like just did it that way and hopefully it is a sign for progress for the future absolutely yes okay so now um we're gonna also talk about now every week now that big brother is on we just give some updates our thoughts overall of this season or just in general of like what's going on and now this is the first week of this this aired so we've got some fresh news got some exciting stuff happening so michael want to start by talking about so far what's going on i can't believe how much has happened in a week since we last talked about this like i feel like the season's been going on for like three months already it's craziness in that house everyone is just going absolutely wild i i i think that they must be just not sleeping they must be completely sleep deprived i 
they don't sleep in that house. I will go to bed. They will all be awake. I will wake up. They will still all be awake. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so the biggest thing, of course, the first big thing that happened since we last spoke, you know, last week and did our cast breakdown is that Sari Fields from Survivor has officially joined the cast as a 17th house guest. We knew that her son Jared was already on the cast, um, you know, when they first announced it, but they did not announce Sari being on there until the actual premiere, the very end of the premiere. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Sari joining the group? Do you think, because I know there have been some talk, everyone's obviously excited for her, you know, being big fans of her, but I think there's been some talk about whether it's fair to have someone who's, you know, been on five seasons of a reality show to come on with this group who's just on their first. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm excited for her because I just love Sari, um, but I'm also excited to see, like, we've already kind of seen a little bit of that but like with her son who's on the show of like how that's going to be navigated I think it would have I would have felt maybe differently if her son wasn't on this season like it was just to rejoining like I think with having her son there adds that like extra like oh like how is this going to go about like who's like people going to find out or like who's going to like how are they going to use this to their advantage or disadvantage down the line um so I think that adds like an interesting aspect to the show overall even though like yeah she has been on previous um reality tv shows like as we've seen but I think she makes for great tv as well and obviously like producers want that like people want to tune into the show and I think Suri being there definitely adds to that yeah I agree and I think you know originally when I first heard this I I kind of thought oh god it's going to be another season 19 where Paul joined the group and just ran the game because everyone was so starstruck by him that he had no competition really and just like everyone did whatever he wanted them to do <laughs> and that was kind of my fear but what I'll say is that it seems like a lot of these people either don't watch Survivor or have maybe just seen like a little bit of it and kind of know who Suri is you know because okay. if you haven't watched The Traders, Suri hasn't been on Survivor in six years so it's easy to kind of forget how good she is and just how much of a legend she is in the game for people yeah. who maybe don't remember her seasons that well. So I think that helps things. You know, if she had come on the show maybe, you know, four or five years ago, right after she was on Survivor uh, Game Changers, then maybe people would have been a little more prone to have just watched her and be a little bit more weary of her. But it seems like besides Corey and um, uh, Izzy, it seems like most of the other people didn't really know too much about her. So I think that helps to kind of even things out a little bit. But um, speaking of Izzy, Izzy is the one person who did recognize that uh, Jared was Suri's son. And she immediately clocked it. Like that was shocking to me, actually. I thought if anyone would have done that it would have been Corey but Corey actually wasn't even there when she first came out because <laughs> he was in the nether regions um which we don't know too much about what that was or um, how it's going to affect the game in the coming weeks but um yeah that that was kind of shocking to see Izzy uh uh know her did you expect for anyone to to know that or um was that was that surprising oh you're on mute 
<laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I just isn't going mute, but okay. um, yeah, I was surprised to see that as well. Like, I don't, I don't. I mean, they look. You can sense like something, like their resemblance, but like she just knew like immediately, which is like kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, my favorite part about it is that Izzy, oh my god, I mean, Izzy has been stuck to Ceri's, uh, like, arm for the past six days that they've been there. She has not left Ceri's side. <laughs> they are tied at the hip, and it's as if she's just joined their family. Like, she <laughs> calls her mom, <laughs> and it's, but the funniest part of it is that it's kind of like, and I, I will admit, I saw this on Twitter. I didn't come up with this by myself, but it's like she joined their family by blackmailing them because she's like, oh, I know your secret. So I'm just going to be your number one ally because otherwise I'm just going to tell everyone that your relationship. And so you're going to love me and uh, you're going to have no choice in the matter. <laughs> so I will see you at Thanksgiving dinner after we leave the house. It's like <laughs> they, she's just completely put herself in with Jared and Suri and they kind of have no choice in the matter but um you know it does seem like she's a loyal ally to them and it kind of reminds me of the traitors where um Suri had um uh, uh, I can't remember their name but do you remember who I'm talking about who um was the uh runner up on the show and um was yeah. upset when Sari uh took the money and revealed she was a traitor. Um I can't remember their name, but yeah. but I, it it kind of a little bit reminds me of that relationship. And uh so that's been interesting because Izzy is just all over the place, constantly having conversations with people and um and just getting rampant paranoia getting Suri paranoid by saying that uh that she was going to be the replacement nominee and then Suri thought Izzy had actually heard that from Riley directly who's the head of household but it turns out Izzy just kind of like made that up out of nowhere because Suri was not going to be the replacement nominee no matter what <laughs> it would have been Luke um but yeah it's just and Cameron today and yesterday has been uh going all over the house and just making enemies left and right and it's been a crazy time every day but just to kind of give you all a little bit of an idea of for anyone who's not caught up on the sides of the house let me just kind of read this is ever-changing but Basically, this is where the house has been divided. So Riley, like I said, is the head of household. And her two closest allies are Jag and Blue. They are called, they call themselves crowd control. Then beyond that, they have um, the handful, which adds in Matt and Cameron. So the five of them call themselves the handful. Then beyond that, they have uh, Corey, America, and Jared, and the eight of them together is kind of like their whole alliance, and they call themselves family style. Now, like I said, Cameron is kind of in the last day or so decided to switch sides and try to go towards the other side of the house, but he's still, you know, officially a part of their alliance. 
Then on the other side of the house, um, we have the uh, the five that call themselves the Bye Bye Bitches, which that name comes from Janelle Perzina's famous line from season six when she went head of household and uh, yelled Bye Bye Bitches to the rest of the house. And um, their alliance consists of um, Nicole, who goes by Mimi, um, uh, Sari, Miss Felicia, Izzy, and um, who else uh, who else is a part of that that I am forgetting here? Um, why am I completely blanking on her name? Hold on one second. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. Um, da, 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 da. Bowie Jane. Bowie, we see absolutely nothing of Bowie Jane on the feast, which is why I've forgotten her name. <laughs> um, so they call themselves Bye Bye Bitches. And then the professors uh, is adds into that mix um, uh, Heisem and uh, Red. That Jared is kind of like a silent member of their alliance because he's kind of like um, a rat for the other side because he's technically on the other side of the house, but obviously as Suri's son, He's secretly working more closely with the other side, but uh, that's something that they're really trying to keep under wraps so that he can go get information from Family Style Alliance and bring it over to the uh, Bye Bye Bitch side of the house. So there's other little core, you know, uh, alliances within all that, but um, this is a very split house overall. So do you... Molly, do you like when there's a split house like that? Or do you prefer when things are a little more fluid and, and not necessarily as split down the middle? What what type of season do you generally find to be most entertaining? I feel like overall, like from the seasons that I've seen, I like when it's a bit more fluid. Like I feel like when it's just split, like I feel like then if one side then takes over that control, then like you, you kind of know like, what's going to happen and I kind of like it when you don't always know what's going to happen and like having more of the fluidity throughout the season or in the beginning at least like I'm surprised it's so early on and this is already the situation mm. um and so I'm not entirely sure of how I feel like entirely right now like I'm like it's fine like it's like it's the great season so far but I'm just mean like in general like maybe I don't want it to be this way forever <laughs> Yeah, no, I, that, that's, I agree with you. I, I think what so far is good about this season is that while it's very split gameplay wise, socially, there's a lot of intermingling between the sides, which is a little bit unusual. Cause like, if you remember with like Big Brother Over the Top, that was a very split house. And it was also very split socially. Like, I mean, the, you know, Morgans and Shelby's and Alex's did not really interact a whole lot with like, you know, Jason and Chrissy and that side of the house. But this season, it's very, um, very socially fluid in that way. And so it gives me hope that like, you know, Cameron, for example, decided to switch sides, Uh, could have already decided not to do that again, you know, but while since we've been recording this, but um, as of what I've seen so far, it seems like he's kind of set on on deciding to switch sides of the house. Now, the other side doesn't really want him, but they, um, you know, I think things like that have more potential to happen than maybe on other seasons that we've seen with split houses, just because there's not personal vendettas. 
So I think that makes it very easy to just kind of, you know, next week say, oh, you know what, maybe we should work together and get out this person. And so I, I am hopeful that there's going to be that unpredictability factor still, but um, it is very, as of right now, you know, very split down the middle in, in the way that I described. So um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, but, um, I would love to see what happens. So much more to happen in Big Brother world. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this house, like I said, they're they're big strategists, and so there is a a lot of gameplay going on every single day so far, and um, that I really love because some seasons you get you know a lot of recruits who don't really know the game and. You know, I always think of season 16 as the prime example of that, where there was, you know, this one big alliance uh, that took over and the other side of the house made no effort to try to fight against it. And so they just steamrolled the season. And this season, that opposition, and I think a lot of it is because Suri is there. If Suri wasn't there, I don't know if the other side would have been able to, you know, form together the way that they have to kind of oppose uh the the family style alliance that normal in a normal season might have just kind of steamrolled taken over but because Suri was there to really band them together and tell them the importance of that they've been able to make this opposition that has actually kind of now outnumbered family style and somehow the head of household and her alliance has kind of become the minority in the house and so I think that's such, such an interesting dynamic and, and I kind of love it. So I'm, I'm so excited to see what happens uh, in, in the coming weeks. But yeah, I'm excited to see what the season has to offer the rest of it. We'll continue to share updates weekly, but just let us know your thoughts as well. If you're watching Big Brother this season, because we're going to be keeping up with it each week. So hopefully you are too. <laughs> Definitely. So I think that wraps up our episode today. Thanks so much for listening and we'll chat with y'all next week. Yes. Talk to y'all later. Bye everyone.